creating a film is about so much more than just completing a technical checklist of techniques. It's about finding the heart behind your subjects and telling that story. Here at the Filming Life Academy, we teach photographers how to switch over to video and create films for their clients with confidence. Our mission is to provide you with the knowledge and skills you need to be able to craft the kinds of stories that you want to tell. It's to create a welcoming space where you can connect with other creatives as you learn and grow as an artist and to create a community of filmmakers who will be there with you to support you along your journey and celebrate your success. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Holmes. I'm the founder and lead educator at the Filming Life Academy, and I've taught filmmaking to thousands of photographers worldwide through my class on Creative Live, at in-person retreats, and online through the Academy. Together with my co-host, Allison Redman, we give you an inside look at what's happening inside the Filming Life Academy, along with tips and tricks that you can use right away to elevate your work as a filmmaker. If you're not already a member, but you want to be, you can sign up to the Academy over at filminglifeacademy.com. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome to the Filming Life Academy podcast. Allison Revan here and... Courtney, hello. Nice to see and hear you guys. We are so excited to... I'm so excited to be in Australia for recording this podcast. This is the first time we've done this together. Yeah. In, in person, person, which is kind of brilliant. It means I'm not waking up at 5.30 a.m. to record it. This is good. <laughs> So we are um, busy preparing for the Filming Life Academy retreat in Sydney, and uh, we were getting all of our materials together, and we were like, why don't we just record a quick episode of stuff that we are that's on our minds right now for the retreat? Yeah. So we decided to come to you and uh, do just a quick episode about the uh, pre-consultation phone call with your client, and just give our thoughts, because each of us approaches it a little differently, and we thought, why not take a few minutes to record a podcast about it. So, yeah. Yeah. This is a really important aspect of uh, creating a good film. We both feel pretty strongly about that. Mm -hmm. So um, this is like the stepping stones of really getting to know your client and um, being able to understand and fully grasp the essence of who they are and their family story and um I like to think of it like an onion there's layers Mm -hmm. you know the every conversation and every interaction that you have with them and everything that you send out to them um it's all just sort of like peeling back the layers Mm -hmm. of that person and their family and that story and so um yeah we wanted to just kind of talk about the beginning of that and what we do and how that works what that looks like Mm -hmm. um the phone call, I think, is probably one of the most scary parts of the marketing process when it comes to a family film or even a photography session. A lot no, of photography. Sure. Yeah, and I think... Uh, this is universal for yes. photography or film. Yeah, this is something that can be applied in any yeah. any part of your creative business. The thing that's scary, for me at least, is that digital is so easy. Yeah. I... I'm like, yes, I can send them an email with the information. Yes, I've got a gorgeous client guide I can send to them. Rather than engaging with the person, person to person, mm-hmm. on the phone, however you want to think about it, um, it's so much easier to type out an answer or to yeah. type respond to an inquiry. So if I get an inquiry through my website or through another channel, Instagram maybe, um, I think my first response is to want to digitally respond to it. But I have their phone number. 
Uh, and what I, I think we want to talk about today is why it's important to get on the phone with yeah. your client. Mm-hmm. It's scary. <laughs> it's hard. And if you're like semi-introverted, it's even harder. Mm. But it, um, it, it goes so much further in connecting you relationship-wise with your client, helping you understand, like Courtney said. Um, so we just wanted to kind of walk through what that looks like because it is a little different. We use it differently in our, our two businesses. Do you want to? Well, I was going to ask you what your definition of a pre-consultation call is. Um, so what I, I use the pre-consultation call to the client has not booked with me yet is the first thing. Um, they have sent an inquiry to me, so they're interested, but they're still, they haven't, there hasn't been money exchanged. There hasn't been a contract signed yet. Um, so when I get on the phone with them, that is a time to, feel out the situation, get to know them better, and then hopefully by the end of the call, get a date for the session and get a contract out. So Mm -hmm. that's my definition. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, For me, I do, I, pre-consultation would be like a pre-booking call. It wouldn't be, for me, it's kind of more a um, before, so you have, I have two, what I do, two calls. And Mm -hmm. so what I'll be predominantly talking about is the call that I do right before the session. Mm -hmm. Um, what you're talking about is the call that you do right before yes. they book. Yes. So two that's kind of cool because they're uh, two different things and we probably both do both. Yes. But, um, so I, the pre-consultation that I do before they book is very, really similar. It's mm-hmm. getting an idea of who they are, um, understanding what it is that they're actually looking for, mm-hmm. making sure that we are a good fit for each other mm-hmm. before I am just like, yeah, let's That's book. That's so key. It's so key. <laughs> and I think that um, I always have a higher conversion rate whenever I get on the phone and speak to people. Mm-hmm. And I just prefer doing it that way. And if a person doesn't want to get on a call with me, then I, I sort of see that as a sign, like it's not going to go well. So I, um, I always like to do that. And then the other call that I do is um, my what I would call my pre-consultation call. It's yeah. really just a, a quick catch-up call. It's a phone yes. call that happens um, before their session, after they've sent me their questionnaire response. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, their questionnaire goes out about um, three or four weeks before the session. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of weeks later, uh, we get on a call and I just walk them through expectations for the session. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a whole long list of things that I tick off as I talk to them. So um, just making sure that they, um, you know, things like lights on in the house and mm-hmm. curtains and blinds and what, what the light is like. Um, oftentimes I don't decide on a time until this time. Same. So based on their questionnaire answers, I will then decide what time of day we're going to do the session and, um, whether that's morning or evening, I mean, afternoon, um, and sunset plays into that too. Like depending on the time of year, it's hard to make that decision. If you're being booked out like 10 months ahead, these days I Google, um, just look it up. I look it up. But I, you know, it's usually like what I have found is when I was first in business, I didn't, I felt weird, like repeating myself. Mm. Now I don't feel weird repeating myself (laughs) at all. I just do. You've got to reiterate to people because they're busy. Yes. 
And so I want to just make sure that all the styles of comprehension of information (laughs) are covered. So I make sure like there's that initial call. We talk about what it's like to do a session with me. But then we have the questionnaire and I have an email that goes out to them that lists out everything that I talk about in this call that I do with them. But I just make sure that they've written verbally. They're not always reading the email. Mm -hmm. But they might be a person who doesn't, I'm a person who doesn't remember everything you say to me. Yeah. And so I have, I'm covering both bases. Um, You might be a person who does better listening to things. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to do better in a call where Mm -hmm. we talk about it rather than having to read a lengthy email. Right. So I do both. And um, it's covering the light situation. It's covering clothing if they have questions about that. It's covering what to expect it's covering it's reminding them to just slow down that mm-hmm. it's not about the activities it's not about yes. what they do it's about um spending time with their people and it's a and i talk about you know television and yes. the radio and music and is there going to be music playing during the session or not mm-hmm. um, and what times might that happen when um also for them to just not feel like they need to constantly be doing yes something and so it's really just like a um maybe i'll I'll call it a comfort call yes (laughs) reassuring (laughs) a reassuring here's the stuff Mm -hmm. here's what it's gonna be like it's gonna be amazing don't stress out right everything's fine i find in that call too right before the session they sometimes tell you more information than you mind for in that questionnaire like yeah because they know it's coming and they're like oh i thought of this yeah and i wanted to tell you this and that's always really neat too because you're not going to get that from them when they type that to you it's more that interpersonal interaction that elicits them to be more open and so you're able better able to capture something that you might not have known about yeah. if you had just been emailing them yeah so yeah mm-hmm. that's amazing um so why do you feel like it's like what what difference do you think it makes doing the pre-consultation before the booking call? I mean, we've touched on that already, mm-hmm. but why why do you feel like that's important to the success of the session? Um, I think I think I think about it almost negatively. If I didn't so if someone gives me an inquiry but they're not sure they want to book in for a film, Um, I know that when I make a phone call and I verbally talk to them that if it doesn't end up happening, I know that I've done everything I can do in addition to an email or a client guide. I've now verbally had an an exchange with them. And so when I leave that and they, if they don't end up booking, at least I know I've done everything in my power to talk about what it is that is a family film session and what it is they'll be getting and getting to know them. If I didn't, if I hadn't have done the phone call, and they didn't book, I would have been like, oh, if I had talked to them, mm. maybe I could have gotten that booking. And I'd always be questioning it. But because they send the inquiry, we chat on the phone, I get a feel for it, then they we secure a date and we have a session, or we don't, at least I know I've done everything I can mm-hmm. to, um, not convince, I hate that word, but mm-hmm. to market my film in, the, in a way that they will book it if that makes sense yeah for sure what about um the like how how do you feel that very very first call impacts how the session goes I think it sets the tone for how I run the session so I mean when I start the phone call I am not talking about how the session works we should start with that um I am starting very happy very excited um but I'm immediately um one of the first things I do is I ask them 
what is it about my work, my films, my whatever that made you put an inquiry in? Oh, yeah. Um, which is, <laughs> it sounds kind of selfish or self-serving. I don't know what the word is there. But I asked them, what is it that made you interested in this? Because there's a lot of people out there. Why did you choose that? Because that enables them to say to me, oh, well, I really liked how you did this in this film. Or I saw my friend have this film and I just loved this. So when they tell that to me, yeah, it's nice to hear that or whatever. <laughs> but what I do is I take that answer and then I repeat it back to them. And I put kind of their family into that answer. So if they say, oh, I really like how you captured their little kids' voices or something like that. And I'll be like, I know, isn't that the most amazing thing about these films? I'll repeat their answer back to them and almost like an affirmation of what mm -hmm. they're saying. And so that allows them to put themselves in their shoes and be like, oh yeah, she could capture my kids' voices. And so it, it yes, it helps me, it makes me look good, but that's not the point. The point is I'm able to put them in the shoes and make them feel like they have ownership in the film being theirs, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So um, that's one of the first things I do. And then um, then I ask them about their family. Like I'm still, I'm not talking details of a session and how it works. Mm -hmm. I'm asking them, well, tell me about your kids. And then they talk about kids. And if it's conversation is still comfortable, then I'll ask, tell me about your hubby. Mm -hmm. Like what's, how does he feel about this? Cause there's always an answer there. Yes, <laughs> yes, same. Yeah, and it, at that point I can get a read. You just, you know, you know, you just, you can get a read at that point. Is this something they're very interested in or are they still like, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, and so then the call kind of goes a different direction or if they're sure, then, then is when I'm like, let me tell you how a session works with me. Yeah. But I don't start the call that way. Yeah, no. It's, um, it's very much near the end of the call. And, it, and if the read on the session is they, they're just kind of mining for information and then, then we take it from there. But mm -hmm. that's kind of how I run the call. And yeah. at the end of it, the goal is to get a date and to, cause I, I don't have clients booking dates through my website. I know some people do, um, but I, my schedule's a little crazy. So I, I, we get a date and then I send a contract, etc. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of how I run the call. And it's kind of the same for all my clients, that script, if you will. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, for why do I think it's important? Mm -hmm. um, similar, I mean, it sets the tone for the session. It helps me get an idea of what it is that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. um, if they're telling me that they uh, um, they want to do a session where everybody in their family is there <laughs> and they want to make sure that um, like they're going to split the cost between their brothers and sisters I'm going to be like nope um, <laughs> you're not over that <laughs> I am weeding people out um, <laughs> but yeah. that's a good point like you get it that's another thing you get a feel right away they'll say something you'll be like oh Mm, that's that's not gonna work. For not me. gonna work. Yeah, and you would not have gotten that if you had just stuck with email. You might have, but you might not have. Nope. Exactly. So um, I I think it's it's super important to yeah get on the phone. And I love the way what you said about asking them. I don't typically ask them. I should do that more. I don't ask them what brought them to me. Um, like or you do on your what? questionnaire though. I've seen it on your. I know because I've seen your questionnaire. <laughs> you ask on your questionnaire, what is it about? What made you decide to book yeah, a book session? Yeah, book me. So you ask it. I ask it in the questionnaire, but I didn't, I don't, um, you know, <clears throat> my call, my wording tends to be, how can I help? Mm. Not, 
um, what made you inquire. Mm, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so it's, it's how can I help? What is it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'll get um, different answers on that. Um, but I think it's so important to do because people just connect with you so much more when they talk to you. And this is not this is so high touch. This is not something that I think you can just do in email. Um, what do you mean by high touch? Explain that. I mean, like, mean highly emotional, mm. high, like you're not, this is not the kind of thing where you go and you're just like, um, I'm going to do a one hour session with you and, and, people's story matters so much yes. and so really their personality matters so much yes and I can tell generally the personality of a person just from asking them a few basic questions mm-hmm. um and I know whether they're going to be all right with just the kids kind of doing whatever yeah and um are they or are they a lot more controlling and they want, mm. you know, specific, they have specific things that they want. Right. Um, and so it just sort of makes sure that their expectations are set early up front because they might come to me and think that um, they they have an idea for what they want, but mm-hmm. then I can, I can still listen to that and I'm not going to necessarily say, oh, this isn't right for you, but I'll mm. say, well, what about if yes. we did it like this? Right. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, But you can't do that in email mm-hmm. because you really need – like it just takes time for people to answer questions. So mm-hmm. you need to be able to have that like back and forth mm-hmm. conversation, asking questions, getting answers. Yes. Um, the more that you ask questions, the more you can really pull things out of them and, mm-hmm. and get to understand things. With a pre-consultation call for me, the the one that happens before the session, it's so important because that is my way of just making sure that that the other parent is on board. Mm-hmm. They are aware of what's going on. Because a lot of times I'll be like, so has your partner seen yes. um, any of my films? And they'll be, they'll be like, oh, mm. um, not yet. Mm. And then like that triggers... And because it's two weeks before the session, there's time yes. for them to do that. Yeah. Um, so that happens sometimes. Or it might be that they'll be like, oh my gosh, yes, we watched this one. We watched all of your films last <laughs> night and we love them so much and our favorite is this yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So that happens. Um, and a lot of times they might get ideas from that mm-hmm. as well of yeah. things that they... Um, they loved seeing in someone else's film that they want. And so uh, it just sort of helps make sure that everything runs really smoothly and that they feel comfortable because it can kind of feel a little bit awkward when Mm. someone just comes and then they just start shooting. Totally. So it really helps ease that um, for me. And I, I have, there's a huge difference between sessions where I haven't done any of that and sessions where I have. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's really important. Um, and I almost feel like it's, you know, it's like learning about their story before you come there. Absolutely. Um, which I think is, is really crucial. I mean, it's a, it's a journalist tactic. And it's, but it's so intimate what we're doing. Mm. You know, it's crazy thought to have 
for the most part, a stranger walk into your house yeah. with a camera for yeah. a couple of hours. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm more likely to get an authentic version of a family mm-hmm. if I have spent time mm. talking to them beforehand. Yes. yes. Than if I just rocked up to the session <laughs> having done nothing. Yeah. Like very, very little well, put yourself in their shoes. It's, you know, you don't right. know who's coming to. And that's a scary yeah. thought. Yeah. I, I have um, I have done, I wouldn't say equal portion, I've done more phone calls, but sometimes when I say a phone call, I mean a video chat. Yeah. Um, and I think you've done those as well. It's, um, which is always interesting as well. So instead of a phone call, I'll be like, are you up for a video chat or a phone call? Sometimes I ask that, it just depends on the situation. And mm. when they say video chat, that makes me even more excited because I feel yeah. like, um, like sometimes I meet the kids, yeah, which is really good. good. So good. Um, I have a session coming up this weekend where I met the kids over video chat about a few months ago, and I and like they're excited that I'm coming now, and that's yes, neat, you know, that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can go two ways, <laughs> but it's a good yes. thing. I think it in the it, it's a good thing. It's not like a fresh greeting, and I think when it's a video chat, even with just mom, um, it's it's just another way of building a face-to-face personal relationship, which helps you not only make the booking, but it just establishes a connection there. And that, um, that's worth so much mm-hmm. in the, in the big picture. You're, yes. you're selling yourself as your business, but you're also selling yourself as, you know, they are buying into this family films thing, but they're buying into you and they're buying into uh, the process and they're buying into, it's so much more than just getting a film at the end of the day. And so putting yeah. a face on it, putting my personality on it through a phone call or a video chat is just, it's so important. And if it doesn't work out, it's one, you know, it doesn't work out. They don't end up booking. They've already had a personal conversation with me. And so maybe a year or two down the road when they're ready to make that booking, they'll remember mm-hmm. me again. It's only, I think it can only be a good thing. For sure. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's hands down is only a good thing. Um, the what's, and it's that, like, if you're really nervous about it, if you hate getting on the phone, mm-hmm. ask yourself, what is the worst thing that could happen? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> what is the worst thing that could happen? I mean, cause I'm not somebody who loves getting on the phone and it's taken me a while in my business to get to a point where I, I will do that. Um, and so like I would, every time I would get so nervous mm-hmm. before I called a client, yeah. I'd have everything there in front of me and yes. I'd sit there and I would think, okay. I don't want to do this right now, but because like, you know, you run through all the things in your head, like, uh, it's going to be awkward. I'm going to say the wrong thing. I'm going to, I'm going to stumble on my words. I'm going to say, I'm going to forget something or I'm going to say, I'm just going to say the wrong thing. This is my biggest fear is I was just going to say the wrong thing. Um, and then I would be like, well, what is the worst thing that could happen? I say the wrong thing. Okay. And then what? Like, what's the bad thing that like, what's the worst thing that they don't book? Okay. Yeah. That's just, that's it. That's it. But the world keeps turning. This is true. It's a good perspective. (laughs) The world keeps turning. Move on to the next one. Yeah. It's going to be fine. So yeah, I think, um, I think it's, it's super important. So last question that we want to cover, when do you do it? So we've, we've talked about that for Mm -hmm. you. We both do it before we have a call beforehand. We have a call right before you mentioned just now that you do a, you, you did a call for this client that's coming up, a video call? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
a couple months ago. Yeah. Was that the pre-consultation call no. or was that the no. was that just like an in-between call? If I'm traveling to a session, it's I there's just a few more details mm-hmm. and I do I tend to travel a lot for family films mm-hmm. and so I I called in and we did a video chat. Mm-hmm. Um and it happened to be at the end of the day, so I got to meet all the kids. Uh-huh. So, that okay. that's not with every session. No. But um Again, this is, I don't have any problem doing an extra call if the client, if it feels right. Yeah. Because they are spending a good chunk of money and the least I can do is add another layer of reassurance to Mm -hmm. the process. And so, yes, you want to chat again? Let's do it tonight. I think um, what, I guess the biggest takeaway from that is that there is not a one size fits all approach and that... It really does depend on the client and, um, you know, you obviously need to be careful about how much time you're spending right. and make sure that you're covering yourself in terms of the expense of that mm-hmm. for your time. But, um, you know, it might, it might be two or three calls. It might be one call. You may, it might be a repeat client and you may not need to have it. Yeah. Like I have that's that a good point going too. on a lot right we now. We haven't talked about that. Yeah. The, the repeat Returning client. clients. I still, it's still really important to have a phone call with them, but like, I don't do a phone call with them before they mm-hmm. book. No. I mean, they just book. No, they don't. No, you don't need And it. then, um, we'll do a, I have a, I use Studio Ninja for all of my stuff mm-hmm. and I have an automated workflow mm-hmm. and the, I, the questionnaire goes out, like I said, three or four weeks beforehand. And I make sure I, I book so far in advance. Like oftentimes it's a year in advance. So I'm not going to send a questionnaire out a year before their session because no. that's pointless. Right. So wait until right before the session, but not too close to the session right. so that you have time to get the answers back and actually read them and all the things. And so that goes out. And then I have an automated email that goes out that I don't have to send. Um, but it goes out and it just says, Hey, are you free for a a quick phone call? And that's how I schedule the phone call. Um, because I am not good at remembering, like, I'm like, it's too many week at a time, week at a time. And then I do try to look ahead in my calendar, but this is like a foolproof thing so that, (laughs) um, like I'll just get an email back and they're like, okay, yeah, let's do our call at this time. And then I'm like, yeah, great. Let's put it on the calendar. (laughs) And then we do it. It is a lifesaver. So, um, I, I do that, and um, so then we have that call, which is so important because I find that they tend to be, you know, because we're, we're close by the time we've done yeah. one session, we want to, like, have a catch-up. Yes. We want to have a proper chat, and yes. so this kind of gives us time to do that and reduces that during the session so that they're more... Um, involved with their family and mm-hmm. less, like, talking to me. Yes. So, um that's when we do it when and then it's mean, a catch up about like everything just mm-hmm. like how you doing what's been going on because yes. I mean they know me so they ask me questions too right when you say talking to you what you just said before mm-hmm. meaning you are friends now so the likelihood right. that when you walk into the house they're going to want to literally spend time catching up with yes. you which is fine but like you don't want that's because not I'm there no because it can become too yes, much and it's so you too much get, and I've, I've yeah that's a really good point because you want to kind of Get a little bit of that done ahead of time. Exactly. So get that done in the and and so for a lot of my returning clients, I almost do it like a week. It's it's not it's for my new clients it tends to be two weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. For my return clients, it's usually a week in advance yeah. that I do or like the week of the session yeah. that we do that call because good. Um, that right. way, you know, when I rock up, it's not like oh how you been? I've seen. <laughs> 
I've seen you've been traveling a lot. I've seen you've been like doing all this stuff. And then, you know, the conversation becomes about you and that's not what I want. I want the conversations to be about them and and what they're doing. So we get all that done in the pre-consultation phone call the week of. And in addition to that, I ask them stories, like information about this stage of their kids' lives and what, what, Mm -hmm. like the kids that have grown up from the last time I've been there. Um, you know, what are they doing now and what's important to you now and what have you noticed and what are the things that you want to remember? And, um, yeah, so that's, that's what, and I, you know, every year I tweak things. So how I ran things last year might not be quite how I run things this year. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell them this is a little different this time. Um, you might've seen it in this film, but I, I approach this situation differently or like now, now I say it's such a silly little detail but I'm like if you have a white noise machine can you please make sure to turn it off because I'm really bad about turning them off and like little things like that that maybe a year and a half ago I wouldn't have thought to tell them but Mm -hmm. and that's already an email like you said but it's just reiterating yeah yeah so I think that's pretty much it we can probably wrap up our little conversation on phone calls but I hope um, that was helpful guys we just we're sitting there getting ready for the retreat thought we might that's an important aspect, and I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast before, Mm-mm. have we? I don't think so. <laughs> Hope not. You should probably look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like listening to myself talk, so, uh, but yeah, I think that um, regardless, I'm sure that there's new stuff that we've we've brought up, but um, yeah, I would love to hear from you guys about, you know, are you doing phone calls? Are you doing pre-consultation calls? What does that look like for you? Have you taken anything away from this conversation? Um, it would really be amazing to hear from you guys. So you can email me at Courtney at FilmingLifeAcademy.com. That would be awesome. And if you have any I- other ideas that you'd like us to cover in these more focused episodes, we would love to hear from you guys. Yeah. Um, we are open books when it comes to when it comes to this so absolutely email Courtney anytime you have a thought we'd love to hear from you yeah all right thanks guys bye see you later bye